Hey, everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, we're going to talk about how Finding Dory found its way around the rock to claim the title of Box Office Champion. Let's do this. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown here on Popcorn Talk. Once again, we are assembled a full panel here where we're going to break down the weekly box office and provide insight for future weekends to come. We're going to be your box office soothsayers. Mm. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. that. Sounds yeah. good. Yes. All right. Very medieval. Yes. <laughs> I'm your host, Frank Brand. You can follow me at Happy Go Jackie. Hi there. My name is Quinn Skillian. You guys can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skillian. Hey, how's it going? My name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And it's DJ Richie Sky. You can find me online at DJ Richie Sky. Look at that. Quite a week. I, I think, as we all talked about, we had no doubt that Finding Dory was going to take number one. We all agreed on that. And it was yes. all just a question of how well central or critical intelligence. <laughs> yes. I knew that was going to come back to me this week. Well, I was going to say, I know I said central intelligence last week, but it's one of those I'm like, I know Defining Dory is going to be number one, but I'm like, let's just say it That's to right. be... Contrary. Why yes, not? Yes, let's yeah. just say it to be contrary to the group. No, Carrie. <laughs> Finding Dory, shut it down. But I was right with all my other ones of order. Besides Zoe, too. Just if I switch Dory and Central Intelligence, I had the, everything else was the same order. That yeah, I absolutely. Thought. I mean, I, and so certainly Finding Dory, as we were talking about just before the uh, the show, we we're kind of crunching the numbers there. When Finding Nemo came out in two thousand three, it did about seventy million dollars in the mm-hmm. box office. So this did almost double of what it did for Finding Dory, one hundred and thirty six million dollars mm-hmm. there. Okay, were any of you guys expecting that much? You got to think like 13 years for this, and you imagine how many people have been watching it on DVD, sharing it with their kids. They're all growing up watching this movie constantly. I mean, I'm sure it built like a huge fan base that were waiting for a sequel to come yeah. out. Yeah, absolutely. Because the first one, nobody knows what it is. They're kind of like, okay, cool, let's check this out. Sequel, they all love the first one. So mm-hmm. it's like, of course, you're going to go, and either it's the people who already originally saw it, and then they're taking their kids or they're going back because it's their nostalgia. Or it's all the new people that are like, oh my gosh, I saw Finding Nemo, and now there's another one. Yeah. I also feel like we kind of were in a little bit of like um, a kid movie drought, like a really, really quality one, you know? Like, since Zootopia. Yeah, since yeah. Zootopia. So I think everybody was just like, oh, finally we can take the kids to the theater, you know? And it's kind of the beginning of summer. It's kids summer. are out yeah. of school. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone, everyone pretty much just got out, so no, no surprises. And it's not like a little kid movie. It's a family movie, so yeah. the entire family can enjoy it. I think it. people need it. Yeah, not like Hotel laugh. Transylvania 2. People needed a reason to laugh this weekend too. So it was a, I yeah. think that was a that could have been a you know a little bit yeah. of a factor as well. Did any of you open your pocketbooks to help contribute to this box office? I did not. You know, I have this thing where sometimes I won't go see it the opening weekend <laughs> because I know it's going to be flooded. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I have to kind of go when it dies down a little bit. I did see a movie just today. No, none of the movies that are on the top five, but I'm going to plug this movie because it was crazy. It's called Tickled, and it's a documentary. Just go type in and watch the trailer, okay? That's all I'm asking you to do because this thing was absolutely nuts. It's probably going to be on HBO soon because it's it's an HBO documentary, but I cannot I don't want to like spoil anything, but I I was freaking out. It was like catfish level uh, you know, uh, <laughs> going clear level crazy. So go see this documentary or whatever. I don't she know. She was obviously moved. <laughs> and it's not even a top five, but I'm just saying. That's, I just wanted to plug it because it was that good. I was interested in a lot of them, but I participated in Scavenger Hunt this weekend. So Way better. Way oh. better. We got second place. Nice. Well, thanks for the, uh, the invite, Carrie. That's cool. <laughs> that was great. I know. I'll invite yeah. you guys next time. 
Uh, no, I actually I did see it, and it was fun. Although the ending gets a little bit. I mean, certainly we're talking about talking fish, but even the ending uh, parts of it get a little strained credibility. Okay. So, but really, yeah, ah. but it's still an enjoyable mm. movie. Mm-hmm. Better than Do the first. Think- uh, I, I just want to know. Yeah, I, I have to be honest. It's been so long since I've seen the first that it's. I mean, I just remember like, oh, I like the first one. So, but this was this was good. I felt like I felt like that probably because of my problems with the ending of it, uh, I probably would go Finding Nemo slightly. Above Finding Dory. Did you love the first that's one? Because I mean, I'll go out on a limb that the first one I I liked it, but I'm not with the crowd that's like I love Finding Nemo. It's the best movie. I'm like, yeah. it's cool. I think I that liked I had it. heard so much hype about it that I like I was expecting to be blown away, but I was just kind of like, oh yeah, this is a cute movie. Yeah, I, I that get is it. like yeah. definitely some people's favorite Pixar movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, like, I know. I think, some- my brother is like a 27 year old man and he still weeps every time we watch it so I don't know there's, there's some nothing kind of... wrong with the sense are you in the Finding uh, in the Finding Nemo best one of the best Pixar's ever uh, I mean I love I love Finding Nemo I okay. don't know so if you... it beats out like some of you know I think maybe sure. Monsters Inc I, I've always mm. been really really obsessed with mm-hmm. so there's like a couple that like you know Toy Story that's still kind of Ring with me. Do you guys think that Ellen DeGeneres had a big, you know, people just wanted to I go see. I was just see. about to ask that. Do you guys think that she is a, a big pull to the box office? I think her yeah. interpretation of the character does. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. It, she, she just has an energy that's just, A, kid-friendly, mm-hmm. and yes. B, funny. Yes. Because because in 2003, she was just starting to be Ellen. Wasn't she? I mean, when did her talk show start? 2004? I, well, at least by well, now, it's well known enough that everybody, mm-hmm. if you said Ellen, almost most everybody would knows, be like, oh yeah, sure. Everybody yeah. knows Ellen, Ellen. Ellen. That's what I'm saying. Like, she has such a passionate fan base. I yeah. bet there are, like, you know, ladies without even kids who are just like, we gotta go support Ellen. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Even from our sitcom days, like, I used to watch that sitcom. Like, oh, I yeah, it. yeah. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. Here so. and Now is maybe one of my favorite stand ups I have ever, she is ever seen. Hilarious. I have never laughed so hard at a stand up. It's, and it holds up. So it's fantastic. So I do think that she could be contributing to that. Yeah, you know probably. I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, it's interesting when you look at Pixar that it's such a brand. Unless they're re- uh, if they're doing a sequel of another film. I mean, I feel like any of the posters or any of the artwork they're doing or any of the campaigns, it's very simple to get people to touch. You're just going to go just for the brand It's a new alone. Pixar movie. How do you guys yeah. think that they get it right and everybody... I mean, not that everybody else doesn't, but they get it right. Because, like, DreamWorks, we get things like Shrek or we get things like... The bee story, a bee's tale, or whatever that you know, it's like it's really it's really hit and miss with DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Pixar, just like consistently, even their yeah. little short films, just like character. I'd say character John number one, and then story. Yeah, because they're characters you care about. You care about their development. The characters actually have development. They go on a journey. You're able to go with them, literally or figuratively, and then. The stories are generally interesting, at least in some way, shape, or form, or they're easy enough to follow for like mm-hmm. families. No, and it's true, at least from what I've uh, understood how the process is. Certainly, they do have the directors and the writers kind of steering the focus of it, but then they do have John Lasseter kind of overseeing yeah. it, a few other people there from Pixar. Mm-hmm. So very much, uh, you know, you have a quality control right yes. there, and and, and it's, mm-hmm. that seems to be an environment where ideas and and one and collaboration are really encouraged as yeah. opposed to like no this is my idea and I'm just sticking with it and everybody back off and they mm-hmm. take their time too we don't see um we, we see maybe a Pixar movie a year pretty much or yeah or it's almost like I guess uh, two, oh, I think they're almost to the point where they're doing two a year they're doing two a year because they uh, last year they did Inside Out and then The Good Dinosaur see that does seem like a really fast but turnover good, that's even more impressive then. but do you think Good Dinosaur didn't did not do as well as Inside no, Out though admittedly it's probably one of my of my least favorite Pixar yeah, films I agree so yeah. there you go but they Inside have... Out was insanely good I mean gosh so then they have a 50-50 yeah <laughs> but yeah. still I mean like they're they're yes. you know they have they have a developed like you were saying they have good. a good 
developed brand. They have a type of movie they make. And so yeah. it has a reputation that people are going to go see that kind of a film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, as we're speaking about people who have brands, uh, a nice action movie coming in at number mm-hmm. two, The Rock. If we're talking about action, The Rock right there, that is in his wheelhouse. Central Intelligence came in at number two, uh, $34.5 million. And uh, I know I went low with uh, 28, so I, I went low with 28. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richie, did you have the, oh, yeah, the winner well, for that? Mm-hmm. What yeah, did you I guess? Did. I think it was like 31. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was close. And you were the highest one. Yeah. I remember I split the difference. I was like 28 or something. Yeah, yeah I think I was 28. I, I don't close. remember. But there yeah. you go. Well, I mean, Good that's job. actually impressive because, you but know, we didn't, have, that, yeah. we didn't have anything, um, any of the other movies hit above 40. Yeah. So I think, like, we just had a lot of money funneling into Finding Dory this weekend. Yeah. No, I think we knew that, but I, didn't, I just didn't well, know how much. Well, there you go. Much. Majority of people went to Finding Dory, and then, like, the next chunk of people were Central Intelligence. Yeah. And then the people who hadn't seen the other ones are like, okay, we'll go to those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting, because you think more traditionally, if you think about Box Office, at least, the big action movies are usually the ones that, mm-hmm. the, the animated films are the things, the kid-friendly films are more the yep. counter-programming for that. Yes. Oh, we need yeah. to have something for kids. And they usually mm-hmm. come in number two or three. And this, Pixar, is its own thing. So yeah. if you've yeah. got a Pixar film, you're... You find your film coming in number two, most likely. Yeah. yeah. And all things considered, with a family movie, you're getting at least two people. Because you have a parent and a child, and then up to the family four unit, and plus. Mm-hmm. Action movie, it's maybe you and a friend, maybe a group. But family yeah. movies, you can... Maybe a date. You got your yeah. core, like the 2.5 kids and parents, and plus, if they have lots of kids or something like Speaking that. Speaking of know? that, isn't it weird if you think about the fact that um, a child's ticket is less money than an adult ticket? But if you brought five kids, or no, if you're I know. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just, yeah. I'm just yeah. talking about 136 million dollars, and that's considering that a On big a chunk of those people yeah. are discounted tickets. Yeah, yeah that depends how many chaperones went. That's a <laughs> lot of money, baby. All how many parents going were straight to John Lasseter's pocket? <laughs> Thank you, and I'll take the Oscar as well. <laughs> now, as we're talking about like branding and stuff, you think of all the posters, and we talked a little bit about this last week. Uh, for everything for Central Intelligence, you just see The Rock, you know, just standing there massive, playing up against the size between The Rock and Kevin yep. Hart being so small. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every Kevin Hart film, we're almost seeing him play like he's like the, the small kind of guy that's in over his head mm-hmm. and is always kind of like cowardly and afraid. You think of like uh, Ride Along, Ride Along 2, You know, like he said he said 10 years ago, this is my look and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> you got to appreciate, you got to appreciate the consistency on there. He figured out his branding. Yeah, he really stuck did. with it. I don't and know. it's still working. It's still working, Crazy. but I kind of feel like I want him to do something else. Like I need you to like I need to see what the next slate of movies for him is going to be. I can't keep seeing this same movie. But the question is if he does something new, are people going to be like, well, I like the other stuff like, you know, if an actor does something for so long and then they change it up and then people are like, well, I like you doing this. Yeah. Like, if he did a serious movie, you'd be like, but you always do comedy. I know, but if you think but about the, it, if you think you, about it, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn did the same movie over and over and over mm-hmm. with the same dynamic and people still, you know, yeah. rush to go see that stuff. Yeah, so. but are, like, where are they now? Are they still, like, are we are we still seeing them do that movie this year? No, that's true, but they, I mean, they had a pretty long Good run. hot streak, yeah. I don't know. I Ride just, that I guess, wave I guess the question is, yeah. The question is, is he trying to be an actor or is he trying to be just a comedian? Mm. I don't know. I mean, Any opinion think, on that, Frank? Yeah. If you, if you think about somebody <laughs> like Johnny Depp, I mean, people want to see him, at least box office-wise, you want to see him more in films like, you know, the Pirates films, mm-hmm. somebody that was playing a character. And if he tries to do some more like the, the arty kind of films, people are like, eh, the box office is never really there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no, just be Captain Jack for us. That's, yeah. that's all we want to see. Don't do anything else. Yeah. Just keep making Pirates films. Yeah. Maybe he'll be doing... You know, Central Intelligence 3 <laughs> in a couple of years. Who knows? <laughs> uh, coming in at number three, we have The Conjuring 2. Staying pretty strong there at the uh, 15.5 million. Third week? Just, yeah, just down a little, about 61.5%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wait, no, wait, second week. 
Second week. Since well, I'm on this this whole this whole kick, do you guys think that there will be a Conjuring three? I think sure. so. next year. Now the question is if it's going to theater, if it's going to go straight to DVD or like straight oh. to Netflix. I, I like think the they butterfly effect. Sure. <laughs> they kept making butterfly effects, and nobody wanted any more of those. So yeah. I don't know. Horror movies, if they if they got one that works, they will keep. Exactly. That's what I was asking. Will. Like they will keep going. If you scroll with it. through any online movie provider, it's like horror movie number four, five, six. <laughs> like it just mm-hmm. keeps Paranormal going. Normal Activity number eighteen. Is that yeah. why they made so many scary movies? Are they like lampooning the fact that there's I so mean, many scary sure. movies? Yes. Well, and you look at these. I mean, the, certainly the, the the budget for these are pretty low. So, uh, yeah. so if you look at the bu- 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 budget to box office return, I mean, it makes sense to keep doing the films. And they're oh, yeah, pretty so especially budget. stuff yeah. like the found, the found footage, um, paranormal activity, that and kind of stuff. Yeah. That we and are you just still on that. We are still addicted to that. And That's also, so they crazy. Want, and also, they don't have any star power because with movies like this, they don't want a, a recognizable face. Exactly. It's scarier if it looks like it could just be any random person off the street. It could be you or me. And so they're paying their, their actors probably nothing to do it. There's I'm like mixed though. Like Insidious had a couple. Their main actors were recognizable. I'm talking more about the found footage. Oh, the found footage yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, those then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, because I mean, that's not to say that I don't enjoy them because I'm going to go see it. <laughs> but I'm just <laughs> saying that I just feel like we're going to see another one and another one oh, and another sure. one. You know It'll what I mean? It'll be a little while. Yeah. I feel like, I, but I, it seems like it's being so well, uh, critically received that I yeah. feel like, you know. It, 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 it is. Yeah. That's the thing, too. Like, you know, even audiences are liking it, so. Uh, coming in at number four, I know we had a little bit of a debate thinking what was going to hold strong, Warcraft or Now You See Me 2. Now You See Me 2 came they're in doing, at number four, yeah. They're doing good. Uh, they're just, still holding that spot. Yeah, like, still, I'm still here. That's right. You're still Not seeing me. Uh, yeah. Just a hair under $10 million, just uh, down 56.9% in a second week. That one could probably still be on there for from word of mouth, people who saw it. And like, So was it good? And like, oh, yeah, I want to see either the people who saw the first one or, yeah, word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or you finally saw the billboard, saw the actor go, oh, wait, they're in a new one. <laughs> yeah, compared to Warcraft, which we thought, like, oh, wait, there was the debate. I mean, because certainly internationally, doing gangbusters over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Domestically, though, it does seem like the word of mouth was not being as well-received domestically because it was down oh, 73% from last week. So it just made a little over $6.5 million. Mm. It feels like Steve it's the- definitely on a steep drop. I think yeah, it looks like it's doing better overseas, but in in the states, there's still a lot of people who are enjoying it and going to see it. Yeah, but I, I mean, want to see it. I mean, certainly they're sitting. I feel like it. I need to see. I, it. I really I, can't stress how know, uninterested I am in this movie. It's not the people rushing first weekend. There's going to be a lot of people yeah, like, like, yeah, I want to see it, but they're going to see it maybe like third, fourth, or f- yeah. Something. You know, we keep talking like about it. We really keep coming back to it. I feel as though I need to see this movie. Like I, I, I I'm compelled now. We talked I want about to see it. it so much. We to have it to agree to disagree on that one too. <laughs> I mean, certainly from what people said, they're setting it up to do a trilogy of films, which yeah. is fine. So, but they kind of, you know, they so they just kind of tease you with a lot of possibilities. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, we'll talk about this in film two mm-hmm. or film three. And I think that's, uh, you know, you can try that strategy, but you can't mm-hmm. guarantee that you're going to get those films because you mm-hmm. like the Terminator film, Terminator Genesis was supposed to be the kickoff of a new trilogy didn't do that well mm-hmm. and so now they, they scrapped the other two and they're films. now just doing another series of unfortunate events movie which like when that first came out we thought we were going to see like I mean there are so many series of unfortunate I, events yes. books I thought we were going to be seeing those for years after that but we, yeah they're just now they're just now doing another one I don't there's even know when that's coming out lots of series ones if they do the one you get so excited you're like there's going to be another mm-hmm. one and, now, and, and there's oh. not yeah, but I feel like so many studios now especially when you look at Marvel uh, and it's more the age of the franchise where people are yeah. trying to set up, you know, multiple films in a series. It makes sense. I mean, because it's a moneymaker. You know yeah, what I'm true. saying? Like, it could be a moneymaker for the long haul. Yeah. You know? 
But I feel like you've got to set that first film like as like just like its own standalone. That's movie. what I'm saying. It has to be. It has to be good enough on its own because I think it's especially because we have so many of these kinds of movies coming out now. It's like I think audiences are going to get tired of it. I think they are. It's just like it's a lot of it's similar material. It's too close, and they have to differentiate themselves in more than just that it's a Marvel movie. Yeah. True. I don't know about that. Listen, I beg to differ with that. Listen, I know that people. I know that these movies are going to keep making money. I don't mean to only focus on the Marvel movies when I'm saying this. I'm saying that all we are just seeing so many sequels and trilogies at this point that I'm just yeah. nervous. and remakes and remakes. Yeah, I just kind of like I'm just nervous that like that it's going to start feeling like um, I don't know, same old song and dance over and over and over again. I think as long as they keep finding ways to differentiate the movies like what they did with Guardians of the Galaxy and yeah. even Ant-Man to a certain degree was a little bit of a departure and yeah. Doctor Strange coming out, that'll be even more of a departure from the norm. So I think as long as they continue to evolve, mm-hmm. we should be good. We'll have to However, see how Suicide Squad does. I'm that too. That's that. one. That one I'm curious because there's been so many people so excited so much in advance that either they're going to be hype for this their thing hype is, is going to it's like you got to be careful i so many times people their expectation is here and then they see it and they're like yeah well i was i mean you know. i remember seeing this i remember seeing the trailer for this movie and it being like oh wait it doesn't come out for like another year and a exactly. half you know what i mean like that's yes. crazy yes now, the one thing I'd be interested about Marvel is seeing what happens after the uh, Infinity War 1 or 2 come. And that was that seems to be like the big goal line for at least mm-hmm. the first, couple, first few phases for Marvel. Yeah. What happens when they kind of reach that end, and where do they go after that? I think that'll be, that'll be, that'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see. Yep. Uh, so now, as we talked a little bit about uh, Warcraft and its international numbers here, uh, as we talk about the international box office, Pixar, though, finding Dory just was kicking butt all over the world. It cast the net in 29 material market, uh, territories with an estimated $50 million launch to take the number one spot at the international box office this weekend. And it was finding Dory who happens to be the biggest Pixar opening in China with $17.5 million. Woo! Wow. Yeah, those animated films are very, you know, can cross over uh, internationally oh, yeah. very well, yeah. very easily. And if, as long as they have a story, like it's a story, you know, finding your family, finding your community, mm-hmm. it can relate. The universal guys, message, listen, it really so is. Speaking about that, do you guys think that this is going to go down as like the, you know, like the Little Mermaid or Aladdin? Is that going to be this type of movie that people are going to be talking about and remembering and reminiscing 50 years from now? I oh, mean, that's so hard because those this, are such big I mean? ones. Like, I'm like, oh, oh, I don't gonna know. Is this going to be that classic, you For know? For a certain age group, maybe. Mm, interesting. Because if I you just, told it, anybody who grew up on the other ones, they'd be like, mm, which I'm like, mm, I don't yeah, know. Like, yeah, but you I'm know what? Like, I mean, I'm sure like, I'm sure like the second um, Little Mermaid movie did well, but we don't really womp, talk about womp. it that much. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I watched yeah. it only because I like mermaids, but uh, it was just okay. Yeah, I know. I but didn't they made a lot of either. Disney sequels that just went to video, like yeah. Lion King 2. Mm-hmm. And then they made and Lion King, King 2 half. and a half? Or no, it's one. It's like Lion King half, so it's oh, in between the two. Okay. So there you go. So I'm saying yeah. that like, even though it did really, really well, I don't think, uh, I don't think the sequels tend to stick with us in terms of... Hmm. Well, it's like the... But again, like, the first one came out so long ago that this is the first Finding Nemo movie for some kids. I mean, and they they didn't call it Finding Nemo 2. They called it Finding Dory. So it's technically its own entity. Yes, good point. But if you look at, uh, say, Toy Story 2, who could forget that song uh, about uh, the... Oh, when we were... When I... When we were... Uh, the Jesse song. Yeah, Jesse song about being abandoned. Like, that, no matter what... That just... uh, Oh, my God, you just gave me goosebumps. Yes. 
Or uh, from Toy Story 3 when they're all heading towards the incinerator. Yeah. Holding hands. Oh, come on. Those are moments like... Whew. Now, see, now see? that one, though, the story continues. So, in a way, it's not really sequels. It's just more like more adventures. Continuations. So, there, I'd say Toy Story is in its own little bubble because it's, you know, it's not like, well, here we're back. It's, oh, we get more, you know. Yeah. Mm. It's not like, oh, we've made a sequel. It's not the same... You know, kind of vibe. I don't know. It's hard. Just I think a, it's just hard for us to say because we're just different. We're just different age group now. You know, yeah. it's really. It'll be really interesting to see. Like, you know, how well, that, we'll answer that question in fifty years. <laughs> how, we'll have to see how it does in syndication. Well, yeah, well, and you know, well, yeah. you see, in twenty sixty six here in box office breakdown. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. <laughs> Uh, and nice uh, Warcraft grabbed another $41 million in the international market. Again, as we're talking about, it's just, while it's not doing so strong domestically, internationally, it is just gangbusters over there. Gotta see what the hype is about. Yeah. All yeah. right, Richie. Uh, you keep saying every week you're going to see it. I'm going to go see it. By next week. Okay. I'm going to, yeah. There you go. I'm going to right. fit it into the schedule mm-hmm. some kind of way. <laughs> some kind of way. Some kind of way. Okay. We'll see. We'll you know, see. you go see it by yourself. It, like early morning that's what I'm gonna have to do <laughs> and just like you know and then go on with the rest of your day yeah. make my notes and then get bring them back to you guys right. Right. yeah that that's matinee yeah. get a little bit like Ooh, a little some places Coca-Cola. their first show is always cheaper too see mm-hmm. hey, what, what do you think the, the first showing is cheaper uh, at some theaters gonna check probably it out. not the gross I am gonna check it out no. <laughs> Why, uh, tweet us at your eyes what do you think Yes or no, that Richie's guy's going to make it to work. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, no. oh, well, now you have to see it because yes. now that the stakes are He's so like, high. <laughs> I know. I'm, gonna, I'm going on the no camp. That's why I, don't think, I think Richie's guy's going to be. I think gonna he's be... going to see it. I'm going to see it now. Uh, uh, I don't he lit care the fire under his ass. I'm going to go see, see this it. movie. Just to spite me. Yeah, yep. I get it. Uh, I know. <laughs> I finally made it to the theater this week, but I didn't see any of these. And what are you doing? <sighs> What's going on? I'm with sorry, you? you guys. It was so good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even mad. <laughs> and uh, rounding out our international market, we have now you see me too. Got another sixteen point uh, sixty million this weekend overseas to a total of fifty million dollars in the international market. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heist yeah. movies are always kind of fun, though. I do like a good heist yeah. movie. And you throw magic into it. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, come on. Like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I, compelling <laughs> enough to see uh, now you see me three. Would you want to see a third one? I think it's one of those some movies you need to quit while you're ahead. You know. I say like, go for it. Like go for just it. just give me that last one. I find but that need to be the like, last one. Always <laughs> in the camp of stop making them. I think like I just was talking about earlier. I think I'm just like so over the sequel and now I'm like anti-sequel all of a sudden. It depends. There's some movies that you're like, "Oh, you got happy." Okay, like animated, speaking of animated, Rescuers Down Under, I would say is better than First Rescuers. I would yes. agree. Animation is better, cooler story. And Fable and Fable Goes West. Fable Goes West was is better than American Tale. Yeah. But again, the art, it's a little bit later. The art, like the actual visual quality of it has improved. So those ones are kind of better. So certain sequels maybe now you see me 3 it's like I know. I don't want to make a blanket just, statement. There's plenty of like, stuff like, I do it's like. Great. I just if, don't there's keep an, going. if there's another story to tell, it's going to be straight to DVD. There you go. Well, if you compare that, uh, I think maybe a good one to compare to is the uh, Oceans films. So that's oh, see, that's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'm thinking about. That's why I said just go yeah. ahead and give me that third one. Finish it off. Now, would you want the would you want the cast to be spiced up a little bit or I keep would. the same people? Just give me a little extra, like something. shuffle some yeah. people, yeah. Mm-hmm. like maybe like Matt Damon and Brad Pitt and George Clooney, um, and <laughs> crossover into nice That's a very different team. vibe. For I don't that know. Movie, then. Maybe maybe like people like that, like Julia Roberts. Why not throw her in there? We, oh man, look at that! We start our own franchise films there with the heist <laughs> movies. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here for it. 
Now, uh, we've got a couple films coming out this week that we're going to talk to you about in a minute. Uh, one of those being a Matthew McConaughey film, The Free State of Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as we're talking about Matthew McConaughey, uh, our top five that we always like to do, kind of inspired by the week to come, we're going to be talking about top five Matthew McConaughey box office movies. You know what, though? A couple of these, he's not necessarily the main character. He's part of ensemble. I forgot he was even Very in Tropic true. Thunder, to be honest with you. No, I know. Tropic Thunder is like, wait, he's in that movie? And in Magic Mike, he's not one of the main guys. He's more on the uh, yeah, edge but, of them. Yes. So, But, I mean, he's still part of it, and he still is a draw, because people he's a big enough name that people could want to go just to see him. But how do you like him, Rikane? Do you like him more as that kind of peripheral character that'll just come in for a few scenes and just I'm the nail how to lose a guy in ten days. Yes, the, the rom com. Yes, or Sahara. Remember that, that one? Sahara. I was about to say. I mean, I think I prefer older Matthew. Like and back made in, in the Manhattan. Day, Matthew. Older Matthew. Like, <laughs> Your you voice just dropped like three decimals. <laughs> These movies, failure to yes. launch. How to lose a guy in ten days. Did you ever ever see the meme? It was not. It wasn't a meme. This is before memes. When like it was like Matthew McConaughey can't stand up by himself because every single DVD cover was him <laughs> leaning on like the female star. Uh, They'd be like back to back. Point. Yeah, that was. Failure. I just felt like we don't see rom coms like we used to. No. Not we the don't same. See them at all. They're not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on these days. Well, you Ghost know, I actually past? thought that sleeping with other people was that was right. kind of cute though too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> there's been there's been a couple out that it's just kind of like it's you know like I thought actually I didn't like How to Be Single. Who am see, I there you go. No, I feel like Matthew McConaughey was probably our last guy that was doing the, like the rom com. Yeah. I was gonna mm-hmm. say the nineties into early two mm-hmm. thousands, yeah, and like those had was, those. Yeah, now he's kind of. You yeah. win an Oscar and that's it. I mean, that, you know, you can't go. Well, is he getting too old to oh, be? I'm not saying true. he is, but when they're do, in rom coms, there is kind of that certain age bracket. Like there's yeah. the young lovers, and then there's kind of the mid. And, and then, then you're at Alan Baldwin and Meryl Streep. Then there's that's a different like, caliber. Right. Up, you know? <laughs> Those do pretty well, though, because by then, those yeah. actors have great um, audience appeal yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But Working different kinds. Meyer, you doing those kind of yeah. films? Mm hmm. I like Matthew McConaughey. In, like, the Dodge Dart or whatever. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite Matthew McConaughey. So as we talk about the top five Matthew McConaughey films, coming in at number one, we've got Interstellar, directed by, directed by Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. 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 And a fun movie, but it felt like a lot, a lot of coincidence. Wasn't this, someone, wasn't this one of someone's favorite movies here? Not on, not no. on, no, no. Oh, someone told me the other day that was one of their favorite movies, and I was like... Maybe somebody tweeted oh. you. Suspect. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, and Quinn never spoke to them again. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> blocked. <laughs> so judgy. No, not judgy. I just thought it was an interesting choice. I'm sorry, I, I thought it was one of us. I'm sorry. It was somebody else who doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in number two, we've got Magic Mike. Uh, made a, this is Magic Mike, not Magic Mike XXL. No, okay. it's the first one. He, he was. He didn't make. He wasn't in XXL. Oh, that was yeah. sad. Did not make the cut. No, no, it did not. Uh, so yeah, Magic Mike though, hundred over one hundred thirteen, like hundred over one hundred thirteen million dollars. Did really well. The first one was really good. I liked them both. No, I'm not saying the second one was bad. I actually didn't see the second one. But oh I my gosh, wanted to. Really I just fun. never got to it. But the first one I was like, it's fun. I liked it. It's better than movie. Interstellar. Like that was really good. Different kind of movie. It was so different. <laughs> Very different kind of movie. Apples and oranges. Yeah, I know. I know. No correlation whatsoever. Coming in at number three, we've got Tropic Thunder. And uh, yeah, I don't even remember him being in that movie. The hair over 110 million dollars. Like, supposed to be. A, it was supposed to be a role that Owen Wilson was going to do. But then Matthew um, McConaughey stepped in and took over. Was that when Owen Wilson was like in a, yeah. in a state? He was in a, uh, some bad time there yeah. personally. So yeah, uh, so Matthew McConaughey stepped in. I thought, yeah, very fun, very fun, very brief role in there. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. felt, I felt like that was almost like his entryway into just coming, coming, coming in, doing those small little character roles, blinking and just you nailing it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was he? He was the uh, he was uh, uh, Ben Stiller's agent. 
Oh, okay, yeah. I thought that was Tom Cruise. No, well, uh, that's a different. Yeah, he was. Yeah. The, no, he was the studio executive. Oh, okay. Yep. Cool. <laughs> we did that great little dance number at the end. Yes. Of the movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming in number seven, we've got failure to launch, which surprised me that this is that high on the list. Well, it's interesting. I mean, dollars. right? Why is that surprising? But why is that higher than How to Lose a Guy? Because How to Lose a Guy. It's is opening a- weekend. We're looking at. Oh, okay, opening weekend. Because How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days did more in the long run, a lot more. Yeah, very Which, true. Which that one I liked much I better. I love that How one was so good. Ten Days. Oh, pretty cute, yellow but... dress. Do you guys remember Kate's dress in that movie? But failure to launch <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw. I got to think. Yeah, so. I was about to say that. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. it's, it's a very different kind of movie. Kate Hudson versus Carrie Bra- uh, versus yeah, yeah. Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Just I'm like, and also, you know what? Wasn't wasn't Sex in the City still on when Failure to Launch came out? Or I mean, at least it was pretty it was close to just being off the air, like 2006. I think she was still fresh. You know, she, yeah, she, she was, was still fresh, fresh on everybody's mind. Yeah, she was, but she some was. would argue they'd go with Kate Hudson being like cuter. Maybe she's Sarah Cuter-ish. Jessica Parker. It's a different. They're very different kind they're, of. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Totally. So it's one of those like, which leading lady do you prefer? Mm-hmm. Two different draw? types of appeal. Yes. What are both of them doing right now? Uh, Kate Hudson isn't she singing now? Something. Oh, that's a good question. No, she's Sarah not. Jessica Parker. She's got an HBO series that's coming out. Doing fashion stuff. Maybe? Yeah. Probably. Okay. A new series yeah. Coming out on HBO. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think it's called the. Might be called Divorce. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I would like to see both of them back in theaters though. Oh, all, all right. right. Especially uh, Kate. You, uh, yeah. Oh, Kate's doing Fabletics. Warcraft. She's got Maybe. her own, like, yes, yeah. she has the yoga She's got and the yoga. athletic wear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm here for people having their own business ventures. Mm-hmm. DJ Richie Scott, please tweet at either Sarah Jessica Parker or Kate Hudson to see Warcraft with you. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know how that goes. Well, if anybody's free, I mean. It's yeah. <laughs> like when guys tweet at celebrities to go to prom with them and then they go. And see? See? Yeah, you know tweet. what I mean? I'm totally Warcraft. tweeting that. <laughs> Come with me to Warcraft, Kate Hudson. That would be like a way less commitment, too, because she's probably like just like in Beverly Hills, like hanging exactly. out. She's like, sure. We could why just not? be in the theater at the same Let's time. Let's beat the heat. Just go in, come in this cold theater with me. Exactly. You know? <laughs> All right, and wow. talk about coming in at number five, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Mm. Look at that. There was our top five Matthew McConaughey films. If you hey, that any... was also 2003. Sorry to cut you off there. No, it's no, like no. that same year as Finding Nemo. Mm. So also 13 years ago. Co-winky-dink. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Wow, the longevity of Matthew McConaughey's career. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Look at him now. <laughs> so as we talked about, there a new Matthew McConaughey film in theaters, A Free State of Jones, but that is only one of four new films coming out in theaters this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have so much this coming is, out. Yeah, there's a lot coming out this weekend. Like, this past one, we only got two. So we got the family movie or the action movie. And now this one, we have a bit more variety. Oh, yeah. We've got a nice little uh, historical action drama with the Free State of Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, i got to tell you, it doesn't really feel like a summer movie to me. No, it seems a little, yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems a little more, I, for me, this oh, seems like the movie, yeah. Like, yeah, like comes in like uh, early September mm-hmm. to, to yeah, like late right? September kind of mm-hmm. action. Uh, then, of course, I think like the biggest one this week, the Independence Day Resurgence. Mm-hmm. Finally coming out from the 1996 film. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. Uh, with Jeff Goldblum just back so, in there. Just so we know, opening in 1996, Independence Day did 50.2 million. So but it came out in mind. on Independence Day. Yeah. Uh, but it came out this one, on it's like, oh, come on. What, what was the logic, I wonder, with not having it released like cl- a little bit closer? closer. It's like, oh, you're so close. Hair closer. Like was even, it that they wanted people to actually be familiar with it, word of mouth, and then go see it that day? I mean, what uh, was the... That's a good question. What was the logic? Does anybody know? Like, for the July weekend. It's a four-day weekend. Yeah, that's what I was Like, that's the better time to go to a Maybe something else is, something else is coming we'll out. check for the following weeks, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got the Neon Demon, uh, a horror thriller that looks with yeah, with Elle Fanning. Fanning. Yeah. yeah, this is the one I want to see Jenna of all Malone. of these. Really, mm-hmm. I'm actually really excited for this one. Really, like, hmm, looks kind of up my alley. Yeah, and that's competing mm-hmm. against another horror film, uh, The Shallows. The Shallows with Blake Lively. Yes, which is looks like Jaws, and uh, I'm totally like, here. But for they've it. been promoting the bejesus out of that. Yeah, I'm totally here for a Blake Lively film because I honestly haven't seen a lot about Free oh, State of Jones on social media. Really? Shallows is Jaws meets open water. Is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> Essentially, but in shallower water. Because I feel like... Because the shallows. It's You've seen the trailer. Was like, of course yeah, I've seen the trailer. Okay, yeah. But I'm like, <laughs> thinking about it, I'm like, that's open water and like Jaws pretty much together. Oh no, we're stuck and I have to get somewhere and there's a shark. Mm-hmm. I feel out of the but four it still of these, looks though, cool. Yeah, the four of these I feel like Independence Day Resurgence and the Shallows. I've seen a lot of a uh, lot of advertising for. Yeah. Oh, like Independence the, Day and Shallows. Yeah. Oh yes, the Neon, Neon Demon, Demon. I've seen a lot for too. I'm way, so for I me, not, way more than Free State of Jones. I have not seen a lot for the Neon Demon. Neon Demon, a lot on like social on my, media. On my, on my Instagram, you know how Instagram yes. has um yeah. I has Instagram ads now a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's like because I look at like makeup tutorials on Instagram. Maybe that's why. And it like knows. You know, I was how gonna they say know? ditto. I'm, uh, I have a lot of makeup I'm ones too. And I'm yeah. sure they have targeted you, dude. Oh, yes. I, do you guys ever see the videos where it's like people doing manicures? No, no, man. I can Is watch that a thing those now? for hours. It's just weirdly mesmerizing. I can't explain it. So okay. now, do you the feel like for something like this more effective uh, <laughs> advertising for doing a more targeted kind of hit as opposed to just putting billboards up everywhere, doing bus stops, things yes. like that? You're going to go right on social media, target specific people watching something specific. Yeah, because you'll, you keep seeing it it's in your easier. Instagram feed, so you, you're familiar with the name. Yeah. Maybe you finally go, okay, fine, I'll watch that trailer because you keep seeing it in your feed and you click it and you go, okay, yeah, sure, that looks interesting. So yeah, that one definitely there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any any girl or boy that's on Instagram doing makeup things that probably showed up in there as you're scrolling yeah, through. It's about like a model, mm-hmm. you know. And what about what are the odds? Are you seen that you've seen the trailer? What uh-huh. are the odds that you would go see this soon? Uh, I don't know if I'd necessarily go opening weekend, but I saw when I watched the trailer, I was like, "Okay, that actually looks kind of interesting." Um Yeah, I don't know. No. I might it might be one of those eventually. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about the shallows. Like, the not, shallows all rent when I'm, it comes on to iTunes. I try not. I'm I'm sometimes not really an opening weekend kind of person. See? I don't like because I don't want to go and it's super packed exactly. either. Though certain movies I do like it. Sometimes if it's it an event movie, movie, I'll do it. Like Zootopia, I did see with a big audience, and it was a lot of kids, which was okay. You know what's the craziest thing about seeing a movie in LA <laughs> is everyone claps at the end. No. Opening weekend. Yes, they do. Oh, opening weekend, You go maybe. opening weekend to a movie in L.A., the entire theater stands up. Like, they can't hear you. But no. sidebar, I feel like I've people don't really go to the Like, remember when Scream came out? Like, I felt like the theaters were just packed that night. Like, that whole weekend, everybody yeah. was going to see them. Harry Potter movies. Yeah, like, I felt like those were, no. like, event movies. What about you guys? Are you guys an opening weekend kind of person? Or depends on the movie. No, I for sure. I, I guess if it's a movie I really want to see, I'll make time to go see it on the opening weekend. And then yeah. if it just life gets in the way, then I'll try to see it at least within like the week or two yeah. of it coming out. Because the problem with social media now, it's like everybody spoils it. Like Game of Thrones, my gosh, that one is they don't nobody cares this season. They're just posting everything all over the internet. So certain movies now, it's like you almost have to go, so otherwise it's going to be spoiled. And you're like, great, thanks. Now I know everything. Yeah, for me, like spoilers aren't so bad, but I also like to do read like the follow ups and the thoughts about it. So it's yeah. nice for me to go read, like see like Captain America: Civil War. I want to see that opening weekend because I want to just read what everybody else yeah. is saying sure. about it. Yeah. 
All right, let's do some predictions, folks. We talked about these four yep. films coming out in theaters there. So uh, as we're talking about a few notes, uh, McConaughey's last premiere was Interstellar, as we talked about there for his top five, back in 2014, which opened to $47 million. And as Quinn was talking about, Independence Day opened up in 96 to $50 million for its opening weekend, followed by $35 million and then $21 million hmm. in its next weekends. So given that, again, we've got Free State of Jones, <clears throat> Independence Day Resurgence, The Neon Demon, The Shallows, and then, of course, we've got everything from this week, Finding Dory, Central Intelligence, Conjuring 2, Nicemi 2, and War. Warcraft. All those movies we've been having so much fun talking about. Wait, (laughs) this is so difficult this week. Mm. I mean, I'm struggling. Well, I know I'm not struggling with my number one. Yeah, number one. Obviously, we know what you guys all want to say it at the same time. Finding Finding Dory. Dory. (laughs) I like when (laughs) a few different tones of voice in there. (laughs) Finding Dory. (laughs) All right, so we can all go away. We can all just uh, rule out Finding Dory is our number one. Okay. Yes. So now we just got two through five. It's still uh, hard. Number two, I'm going to go with Independence Day. I think it's a solid one. All right. Uh, number three, Free State of Jones. Um, really? Mm, interesting. I, yeah, we'll try. Okay. Um, that one's one of those, like, I'm not really sure, but we'll put it out there. Four. The question is, are these new ones going to bump out Central Intelligence? Ones? Yeah. Yeah, that's my... Um, let's, okay, let's throw a curveball there, too. Um, <laughs> we'll put Shallows and then... Uh, yeah, Neon Demon's going to be interesting because, I mean, she has name power and star power enough, yeah. but it is a and it has a wide release. movie. All right, then let's Neon. Sure. Wow. I'm, right. yeah. Interesting list, Karen. Why All not? Right. I like it to be keep it interesting. So yeah, I'll go number one, Dory. Two, Independence Day. Three, Free City Jones, Shallows, and then Neon Demon. Now, if you sure. look at Quinn's list, it is like the, the ramblings of a mad woman. There. She has scratched and yeah. turned around and circled and recircled and scratched and drawn arrows all over this. What have you settled on? Okay, I got number one, Finding Dory. Mm-hmm. Duh. Yes. <laughs> number okay. two, Independence Day. Yeah. Number three, I'm going to go Free State of Jones, just because it's like an interesting alternative for all the other movies that are sure. out right now. Yeah. Number four, I have um, Central Intelligence. And number five, The Shallows. I don't know, man. Wow. I don't right. know. I know. This one. I, but also, the Neon Demon could could knock Central Intelligence out, or the Shallows won't be in there at yeah. all. Oh, man. DJ Richie Scott? I'm going to go with, of course, Finding Dory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two. Oh, I'm- you're doing Finding Dory? <laughs> you're just playing Dazzle's Advocate. <laughs> so, number one will be Finding Dory. I'm going to do number two as. Actually, I'm going to keep some of this list the same. Oh, okay. I'm going to keep. Uh, Central Intelligence. Okay. The Conjuring. In these orders, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'm no. Oh my God, no. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Finding Hold Dory. Up. And then Independence Day. So okay. we have we have Finding Dory and Independence Day. Yes. yes. All, yes. All is our first two. Central Intelligence, The Conjuring, and then I'm gonna go with The Neon Demon. Even oh. though even wow. though The Conjuring only did 15 this weekend. All right. Listen, I, I think it's still going to He's like, fun. I want to do curveballs, too. Okay. All right. And All right. Frank? Uh, I'll go with, of course, Finding Dory, Independence yep. Day. I think I'm going to go Central Intelligence. Okay. The Shallows, Conjuring 2. 
Right. Mm, uh, Free State of Jones, I feel, is just like, it's, no. Yeah. It's not, yeah. That, I think it's the wrong time of year. I think he has the same, I don't think he has the same box office draw that he used to. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe And that's not me being negative. I just don't think he does. Because it get, is the right time of year for the shallows. Like, people yeah. are going to want to go see that as the their kind of like drama kind of horror movie. Yeah, so I think maybe that'll take number and three. I'm, I mean, I'm curious for Free State of Jones, because that one, uh, their billboards, it's like, wait, where are they? What advertisements? Yeah. So... Not a huge marketing. I think it's too early in the there. summer for this. If you want to do, a, yeah, I mean, more in the fall or even just later in the summer. Yeah. I feel like you. I feel like we'll this see. too early in the summer. I think you want to see action and adventure. Especially though. the same yeah. weekend is Independence Day. Like, I feel yeah. like that's a lot of crossover audience too. So. True. All right, everybody. Now we're going to do our special. Uh, we're going to do our prices right, where we predict one of these five how they're going to do next week. Now, we all agree that Finding Dory is going to find its way on the list again. And I did $136 million this week. Let's predict what it's going to do its second week. What kind of drop-off will we expect? We mm. still think it's going to be number one, but how well is it going to do? Mm. We've always... We, this Because I feel like we can go a high number. We've always been kind of playing it safe in the low 30s, things like that for these films. Now we well, get a chance to kind of shoot a little high in our box yeah. office predictions. Because if you take 136 and a half, that's still pretty high. Yes. But do you, <laughs> like, think gonna, mm. you think it's going to go half? you think it might only go like 40% perhaps drop off? Maybe only 40% drop off. So what do you think? I, Carrie, you, you, you came out on the... Fine. 80. Uh, 80. All right. Go with 80. Okay. 77. So, <laughs> so all right, all right. I was gonna say eighty, and then Carrie said eighty. So, so now you, I have to think of anything to say. Well, eighty-one or seventy-nine. Um, I'm gonna say eighty-one. Eighty-one. Ooh, I, you know, I'd like to think that. It, ugh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go shoot high, and I'm gonna say eighty-five. All right. Look at you. Yeah, I'm gonna go high, but I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep that. Hope, hope I love how much of a risk take yeah. you are. I went eighty-five, guys. I really went out on a limb. Now, folks, yeah. we, uh, we've been talking about our box office predictions, but you're probably listening or watching saying, man, you know, I got a better handle on the box office than these guys do. I can guess this number. So tweet us your predictions of what you think the box office title for uh, box office, uh, the box office for Friday Dory will be next week. Uh, whoever gets closest to that, we'll give you guys a shout out on the show. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll have you guys call in or you can brag about how smart you guys are over us. Do YouTube mm. comments count too? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, but yeah, okay, we'll do a YouTube comment. Comment down yeah, below. Come, yeah, comment yep. right there on there. Yep. And then, uh, and then you can also see if you want to get together with Richie's guy and check out Warcraft too, as well. Come with me. <laughs> you're going to be in an empty theater, my friend, no matter oh. what. Burn. It's because you have no friends, not because people don't like the movie. As soon as I find Sarah Jessica Parker or Kay Hudson, we're going. So, uh, folks, uh, next Tell week. Tell me where we're... they are. I miss them. <laughs> next Say week, hi. we'll find out who's been clo- uh, which fan is closest to the box office. Maybe beat us on this. We'll get some phone calls in. We'll get you a chance to uh, brag about everything, about your smarts. So, make sure we'll put the phone number on next week. Get ready to call in, folks. Share your thoughts about the show, about the box office, about uh, <laughs> DJ Richie's guy, and he's not seeing Warcraft. <laughs> Talk about all that stuff with us next week. Totally but in the meantime, though, uh, if you want to continue the conversation with us, even after the show's ended, you can like us on Facebook. You can give us those five stars on iTunes. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hop in on the chat right there. Comment on the YouTube page as well. DJ Richie Sky, if they want to ask you to join them for Warcraft or just talk to you about movies, where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me seeing Warcraft. Um, you can also <laughs> follow me at DJ Richie Sky on Instagram and Twitter and Richie Sky on Snapchat. Yes, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Carrie D. Lane, K A R I D L A N E. You guys can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skillion. You can find me on Instagram at Quinstagram. And you can add me on Snapchat at Quapchat. 
And you can follow Sounds me at... slightly sexual, I know. I don't know. Mm, there you go. Is that from that Tickle movie? No? Yep, from All the right. Tickle movie. <laughs> Got it. And you can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. Tweet us your box office predictions, folks. Mm-hmm. We want to see how smart you folks are. And we'll see you next week on Box Office Breakdown. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. 